to unemployed actors, to unemployed actors, they're just between. Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Unemployed Actors. I'm Max. I'm Sam. And we are coming to you, to each other via remote, but, well, excuse me, remotely, but uh, we are <laughs> broadcasting through Corona World um, as us actors are very resilient. Oh, it's a difficult time, but we're here to motivate you as an actor or even just distract you from the world for a bit. What do you reckon, Sam? Yes. It's a plan. Yes, I agree. I think it's a good plan, Max. Ke- keeps us busy anyway. Took you, t- took you all of a week to come up with that. <laughs> it did, actually. I wrote it down. I thought it was really cool. Oh, really? <laughs> mm, yeah. Anyway, script. moving can't, on. can't work without a script. Moving on. Yep. Um, yeah, I've got lots to, Lots has happened. Lots is happening. I, I, it's all about the pivot, you know, be, mm. being able to change and lots of voiceover stuff, lots of Q&As, lots of industry stuff, lots of opportunities as well. So it's been a busy and a productive week, which really happens. Normally, it's just busy and stressful or cool. <laughs> briefly productive. But anyway... So, you know, Thanks as usual, it's, yeah, well, as usual, it's, it's like, you know, we always talk about getting off the couch and, and getting, getting stuff done as actors. And I think mm. it's kind of the same now. It's like, I mean, certainly a lot of talent in the industry, whether in front of or behind the camera, are available. I'll take you through in this episode a few Q&As I was a part of that were very exciting and very informative as well. Um, and free, which is, you know, even better. So (laughs) first of all, I was very excited to, um, hear from Julia Garner, who plays Ruth in Ozark. I just binged, well, just a few, about three days after it was dropped, I binged the entire season three of Ozark. Amazing. Oh, nice. I love Love that show. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And Ruth (laughs) is one of my favorite characters. Basically, Variety organized a Q&A, so you could send some questions Mm. in advance, uh, and they run it over Instagram. There she was for an hour, and uh, so it went overtime. And uh, really, who, who ran it? Uh, Variety, Variety Magazine, Hollywood. Really informative. And I guess you know when you don't have journo's asking the questions, and it's an Instagram thing. It's not like you know being recorded for all posterity. Mm. Um, you're probably going to get a bit more candid. And I think look, she was really she was really interesting in relation to um, the Ozark journey for her, for her character. Um, oh yeah. Really informative. What did you ask? Um, for me, it was around acting tips, particularly with the accent. And, oh, um, nice. you know, because it's very heavy accent <laughs> for her mm. in, the sh- in the production. And it was kind of like, you know, she'd worked with, there's a dialect coach um, attached to the production. And working with that dialect coach uh, really helped to unlock, you know, 90% of it. Then there's a 10% what accent of. accent was she doing? Pardon? What accent was she doing? You haven't seen Ozark? I Sam, started watching it and I, a long time ago. <laughs> Sam, it's like a really heavy sort of southern accent. I know I'm going to get it wrong in my oh. description because there's more to America than just North American accent, standard American and, you know, south. <laughs> no, my, my family's getting into it now, but I tried it ages ago. I just I didn't keep going. It's a, it's a great, it? yeah, absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. It's a fantastic uh, story. Mm. It gets heavy real quick, and uh, oh, the finale is amazing. There's a there's a really powerful scene in season three as well, where mm. Julia has um, a huge confront. I'm not going to give away too much spoilers, but she has a huge um, confrontation with um, Helen. So that, okay. that, that Janet McTeer is the actress, 
and who's really formidable. Lovely in, in real life, apparently, but but absolutely formidable in her role as Helen. Oh. And they have this huge showdown. And it's like, you'll call it, I, I, I call it the scene of the season, but certainly the scene of the season for, for, for um, Julia. And mm. uh, anyway, so she wins the Emmy for Best Supporting. Right. The next day, the next day, they're filming that huge scene. And oh, wow. so it's kind of like celebrate for 45 minutes. And then she's like, oh, God, now I'm nervous about the, the next day's scene. And she's sort of an actor that really gets nervous quite a lot. <laughs> and not just, oh, okay. not just when the project ends and, oh, my God, what's happening next? Or, you know, will I muck up this scene and will it be the last scene I ever do? And, oh, my God, I'm going to be horrible. On it, which pushes her to work even harder. Um, yeah, right. So it works for her. And uh, look, it was an amazing scene. But uh, she said basically they did a lot of blocking in rehearsal. So she knew when she walked in the door what line, um, when she leant over the desk what line, um, as Helen, Helen stands up, what line. So uh, she was answering these questions uh, live, like on yeah. Instagram, a video? Yeah, yeah. So it was a great... Uh, I mean, they were channeled through uh, the journalist at Variety uh, to make it easier. Mm. And she, you know... Mm-hmm monitored the the, the chat uh, but it was really open and 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 easy to get insights um and in mm. particular in this scene you know how it came about like with the rehearsals that allowed her and 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 uh, janet to mm. both uh you know be able to be comfortable to to take it up a notch um trying to surprise each other like there, there's a she, she leans over the desk she slaps it with her hand like that wasn't a part of the blocking or anything that was just her in the moment and she could be Very free cool. in the moment and do stuff to sort of surprise Helen and then Helen would react by doing stuff to surprise her and take after take, they were sort of pushing it that way comfortably because they've got the bedrock of the scene, you know, all the, the basic blocking and the script and everything down. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're not going to step out of frame or something ridiculous, but but um, it's it's really uh, a scene that you don't want to, you can't sort of muck it up. Like you muck that scene up, there's no sort of getting around it so yeah, and yeah. and that's it that was her words she was really really concerned and the accent yeah she um worked with a dialect coach and uh was really um happy with where she was at and there's a few sort of key phrases and things sort of help her drop in but after three seasons like she can sort of drop in and out of ruth like she gave us a few uh tidbits as ruth on mm. on over instagram which was fantastic especially some Very of the catchphrases cool. from the huge scene like, in, her, in her accent as well yeah as, as ruth as a character ruth oh as ruth yeah, yeah. Very and uh it was really exciting so and then um and then uh that that happened and i got straight on to another one <laughs> this was mm. australian the um screen producers of australia have mm. uh, a Q and A uh, every now and then, almost every day recently. Um, the yeah. the one I tuned into, uh, the CEO of Screen Producers Australia, uh, Matthew Dina, was having a chat to the CEO of Screen Queensland, um, Kylie Munich, about the mm. state of the industry at the moment, uh, the impact of the coronavirus, of COVID nineteen crisis, and uh, really, you know, the priorities are forming a team of key stakeholders. So, you know, someone from Gorka City Council who liaises with the Movie World Studios and the film industry on locations and that sort of stuff. And uh, her and a couple of other key people just about, we've got to, as soon as we're ready to go and the world comes back, um, even in part to somewhat normal, they're ready to go with, you know, what can we pull forward? What can we make right away? Um, In the meantime, you know, mentorships, online learning, um, growing network networks and events uh and this is even before you know things get back to normal so 
Um, it was really interesting to know that behind the scenes, there's lots of bodies that are um, some government owned and run, some of them um, government funded, and some of them private yeah, that are all about you know let's let's prioritise so we can get up to up and running as quickly as possible. Yeah, I've heard like they want to like obviously all the production companies want to get straight back into it when they can. So totally, just totally preparing, Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean the the quicker I have a feeling the quicker you can tool up as a production company and be ready to go, mm. um, the better. Um, yeah, and that includes casting because we've got these self-tapes. Yeah, yeah, and there's so. casting still happening. I know I'm helping out. Um, the agency reached out to me. Uh, mm. young, young guys got an audition with Mulliners for a movie role. Um, yeah, same and as me. Did I, tell you, did I, I told you about that last week probably. Okay, I'm not sure. I don't know if this is the same one, but anyway. The, uh, Mulliners is probably only doing one though. Uh, they've got a few projects that are happening. They said there's some, there's some happening um, that are casting like for for as soon as possible, but TBC when the mm. world gets back to normal. There's some for casting for productions that are later on in the year that are sort of you know greenlit but subject okay. to. Is, um, it, is it the and, 18 to 22 year old male lead role in a feature film, Aussie one? I don't know. I haven't looked at the script. Oh, yet. you have But, uh, oh. but uh, on Thursday, because uh, the agent. Uh, put, put him in touch and on because th- I've got a bit of a studio set up blah 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 so on Thursday mm. he's going to drop by and we'll do that we'll do that scene um, and help him capture that for the audition so oh and uh, your, your agency wanted you to help help yeah because guy the that. poor guy's got nothing like he's got a mobile phone and it's kind of like okay. I, I was talking to the agent uh, just the day before about how I've got the home studio set up and ready for voiceovers. The podcast is still going and I've even done a few uh, corporate jobs where it's presenting to camera. So from here. So, you know, the more the, the, the more flexible you are, the easier you are to, to sort of unlock yeah. unlock opportunities at the moment. That was the yeah. conversation. Well, spoke- and she basically yeah. said from that the next day, oh, hang on a minute, you don't have it. Well, wait, let me put you in touch with Max. Maybe he can help you out because he's sort of ready to go. Oh, so very it, nice. Yeah, well, I spoke to Grant, Grant who... I guess I'm calling uh, my acting mentor, coach, or whatever. Your guru, so I spoke Grant to, Thompson. Yeah, guru. Exactly. I spoke to him. So this Friday, he's he's helping me do the self tapes for uh, that. That I, I'm. I I have a feeling it's the same audition for Mulner. Okay. For that, uh, so he's going to help me self tape that. So he's a good camera and knows his stuff so I don't have to worry about any of that and just concentrate yeah. on the acting which is really exactly good. yeah and yeah, years and, and years of a... acting experience to help you oh, and I'm not, I'm not just calling yeah. him old <laughs> yeah he's still, he, like he still does castings and he's still like you know he's still yeah got all those connections and he knows what what, what the right thing to do is and, he, and he's told me to you know think outside the box try and do something different that everyone else would do like don't look at the script and just do what it put the yeah. Like do the context that it that it that it says. So I've come up with these ideas. So hopefully they're cool. Yeah, I have a feeling it's for the same role that you're helping this kid. It could do. be. I haven't even looked at the script yet. I know I will. I will before Thursday. Also, have you got been sent a script? Uh yes. And oh, yes. Uh, how to record and all the usual stuff they send out when it comes yeah, to okay. self tapes. So I think so. What it says is that it's not a script. It's not a script from the actual film because it's still in early days of development. Okay. Um, and Grant seems to think that, uh, or apparently Mulners and other casting agents seem to sometimes do stuff like that when yeah. it's just a go-see, but they don't tell you that it's a go-see. Okay. Um, so it could be for an actual role or it could be just to see where you're at. Um, because we have no information about the film 
and we have no information about the role except for that they want an 18 to 22 year old lead male yeah so and this script is just a general audition script it's not from the film okay that's interesting either way you're getting yourself in front of the right people yeah. for yeah um, when so the industry's back up and running it has to be has to be top notch perfect acting because it's going to be you know Mulness yeah looking at hundreds God, I mean, anytime um, you anytime you get in front of a casting director, you really, and that, that's what I mean. When 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 you're not, you you work on your monologues, you work on your craft, you stay work fit, so that when the opportunity does fall in your lap, and it could be last minute mm-hmm. as it often is, where, where you go to do a go see or a real part, but you're in front of a casting yeah. director, like a casting agency like Mullins in Australia. Well, you want to have your stuff together yeah. so that you can focus on 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 owning that scene. Yeah, yeah, and that's so. That's what I've been doing over the past week or so, and so concentrating on that stuff. And you know, I think we spoke about it in a couple of other podcasts where kind of Grant stripped me down and started me from basics, sort yeah. of thing, yeah, which I did need. Um, so that's good. I'm very excited. As you know, it's I can see the improvement already. So hopefully, it's great. It's great. And it I mean, me places. You know, we're not we're not standing still. We're not idle in this uh, time. It's not about mm. you know uh, downtime, so to speak. It's it, it you know there's there's other that we can still push forward and work on opportunities and stay work fit, which is great. Stay I know, fit, 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 fit. Exercises. <laughs> yeah. Are you still going to the gym or are you doing stuff? No, home? gym's closed. Gym's closed. And yeah, and, and because I'm in like... rehab with my shoulder, uh still. Yeah. The physio, I've got to go to the physio twice a week where they beat the crap out of me and, and use oh, all their fun. torture equipment. And now they've introduced an electronic shock thing. <laughs> Do they just show you a Subaru? Like, like a photo of a Subaru? <laughs> no. Unfortunately, it doesn't plug into like the mains power. It's like batteries, thank God. Because mm. uh, basically you put two little pads on my shoulder where the muscle is that's sort of coming back to life so slowly. And it mm. literally sends an electrical pulse. For 10 seconds while I'm sort of holding a, a lifting whatever it is I'm doing doing my exercise thing and oh, then uh, it just keeps doing that for a while and you can only do it like every couple of days because it's it's full on <laughs> and uh, um, so yeah I've got that and then I can't go to the gym so I've got like exercises from the exercise physiologist which is like some personal trainer with four years of medical experience to help yeah. do training in the park or you know, training at home, and then once a week he he zooms me over Zoom, and oh, we fun. and he and he makes sure I'm doing it properly and introduces new torture treatment. I haven't got on top treatment. of the Zoom yet. I haven't you? got on top of the Zoom trend. No, get, I don't even have it. Get on board. Yet. Get on board. Although it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous. Let me give you an example. Comedian yes. in Australia, Hamish Blake, decided to do a volunteer. You know, if you've got a Zoom meeting coming up and you want me just to sort of ghost in, send me the details. So there he was, just appearing in people's meetings. And going and doing his thing, you know, being funny and all that. Except one, one of them was run by the Australian Defence Force. It was an instructor briefing for flying, uh, for pilots, flying people, yeah, yeah. pilots. And um, apparently, uh, it's probably not a good idea to just randomly invite someone who's not in the ADF into no, one of your... No, it'll be all confidential. So the, the Defence Force sent around an edict today going, we are no longer using Zoom. So. Oh, my God. Wait, so who invited him into this I'm sure. I'm sure that person... <laughs> I'm sure they've worked out who that is. But, uh, yeah, there was a couple of high-ranking people. And in fact, if you can track down Hamish, I'll put a link. I'll put a link on social because if you can track it down, it's so funny. He's there going, and by the looks of some people's faces, I probably shouldn't be in this meeting. So I'm just going to get out now. <laughs> oh, no. Had his best-looking flight jacket on and everything. Anyway, wasn't to be. Oh, my God. 
So <laughs> Zoom oh, can no. be dangerous. Last thing it wants to piss off the government right now when they've got all these uh, huge powers, right, to yeah, stop yeah. you walking in groups of three or something. So Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's oh, God. awesome. I watched The Invisible Man, by the way. No. Did you? Finally. Yeah. Oh, finally. Yeah, I mean, finally. it's not on the cinema. I mean, that's right. That was finally. fast-tracked to video on demand. Mm. Did you like it? I did. Oh, God. It was good. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of silence. I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. No, um, it was good. It was really good. It was terrifying. Um, yeah. But it was so, like... Oh, it, it had Lee Wanell's fingerprint on it. Like if you've seen Upgrade and it's you cool, know, all isn't the it? stuff he's done, it's got that. Yeah, and it, and is uh, it's just like ter- It's such a terrifying thought. The end was very cool. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, it's awesome, Do isn't it? it? We won't spoil it for yeah, people, it's- but it's all like. I, and how good are those master shots where mm. everything's still and there and is something moving in the background or not? Like. It, is he there or yeah. isn't he? It's like, what? I think those shots, which Lee Winnell, I, I really loved from Upgrade, like all his cinematography, but those shots were so cool. Like, yep. they're, they're just staying, instead of following the actor, just like staying. Yeah, building up the suspense, the Hitchcock. Yeah, he's put the idea yeah, of how it will look. If there. It puts the idea in your head of how it will look to the audience yeah. of, of when the Invisible Man's there and what what what, what yeah. him moving through a scene would look like. So then you're forever yeah. watching that on those long master shots going, oh my God, yeah. is he there, isn't he? Yeah, so Did good. something just move? I, I didn't realise that the Invisible Man was part of like I, I did know, but it didn't really connect that this movie was part of the like the dark universe. So like the mummy and all that stuff. Apparently it's all like the the Invisible Man has been a concept for a long time and they've made movies before. Yes, and T V um, series. Yeah, and apparently Lee Wanell's was like fixing the problem which everyone kept coming up with over the years about well, if the invisible man's eyes are invisible, he shouldn't actually be able to see. Um, because if his eyes are invisible then he can't how can he see? Um so he fixed that problem by I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah. you know how he fixed that problem. Yeah, I he think that, and that's what the producer else, you know? said. Um, making a, a more contemporary interpretation yeah. using a bit yeah. of current science and near future sort of Black Mirror type envisionary oh, to yeah. come up with a, a, a practical, logical way for the audience to yeah. believe of the invisibility. Because originally, it's you know, very, drink, very cool. a, drink a magic potion and poof, you know, you come out of... <laughs> uh, and, 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 and that very sort of happens really quickly. Mm. So it's less about how does it happen. It's more about the suspense between the relationship of these two individuals, which is great. Mm. And the house, the house that they, you know, the, that was their house, um, the really nice one. The huge one, um, yes, south of yeah, Sydney. Yeah, I looked up... You, yeah, it's in, what is it, Jerigong? Jerigong. Yes, down on the south coast. It was um, actually one of the people who work for Create New South Wales who yeah. um, recommended it because they were having so much trouble finding this luxury mansion on a clifftop. Um, yeah. And because, you know, if you've got money in Sydney, you're living by the harbour with a view of the bridge So and the Opera House. Yeah. So yeah. there was quite a long time uh, before yeah. they found that property and it was someone who worked at Create New South Wales who helped with the funding. Oh, wow. Who recommended and it. Was, it. it it's an, it's an Airbnb, and I looked it up, and you it's thirty four hundred per night. <laughs> that's Australian dollars, so that's still a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Aussie dollars. So, Probably, although we're not we're not allowed to go on holidays, we're not even allowed to go regional holidays. I can't, we're not even allowed anymore. to travel out of the city, Sydney to go on holidays mm-hmm. at the moment. So, uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, bring that up again. In. <laughs> 
I've got another event coming up. This is mm. a part of AFI Actor industry event where it's kind of like nice. a Zoom thing. We're, we're basically, it's in two parts. We're given access to a new season uh, of Mystery Road. Uh, there was a movie, then there was a season. Now there's another season, uh, a ser- movie and a series is what I'm trying to say. And now there's another season that's about to launch. I think it's uh, 13th of April in Australia. So we're able to watch the first couple of episodes over Easter weekend. And then Monday night, uh, we have a Q&A with Warwick Thornton, who's the actor-director, uh, writer, I should say, and Wayne Blair, and producers Greer, Simkin and David Jowsey. So two directors and... Warwick's obviously an actor as well, and two of the the producers. So it'll be really interesting because I I know I loved the movie. Uh, We're talking Hugo Weaving and like a raft of classic Australian actors who were just so well cast. You'd you'd feel like Mm. you're walking out into the desert and about to run into them. But Warwick (laughs) Thornton's a great talent, so that was awesome. Uh, Yeah, it opened the Sydney Film Festival (laughs) years ago, the movie, and was so well received. So hence why it's been able to go into another series. Also this week, I've been invited back to the world of Storyville. If we remember Max's yeah. uh, volunteer role before he got hit by a car to go to Plunkett Street Primary and read to children. He doesn't um, want to scare the children. You can't go in with like a... <laughs> no, and plus shoulder. if they'd have touched my sore shoulder, I mean, you know, I can't be held responsible for what I might have said. That probably not PG. But anyway, <laughs> I have to turn my yeah. PG Max voice on. Thursday afternoon, mm. 3 p.m. I'm sure mm. you're all going to tune in. Uh, slightly different audience, but, you know. <laughs> but basically, it's a, it's yes. a live stream for children to uh, join in and watch. Which I, I, when school was on, too, I sometimes went and not only read to the children in, at Plunkett Street and got them mm. excited about stories, but also did a live stream to regional schools in remote Australia. So there was a few on. One, I remember, went out and bought a microphone and a camera just so they could do, because it was happening. And uh, Look at you being all charitable. It was so cute. All the little kids there waving. It was some town. Oh, God, I can't remember where it was. Somewhere remote Australia. But uh, fantastic. So anyway, so this is about me broadcasting from, oh, hopefully there's nothing offensive behind me in the... It all looks good. So that uh, I can just read here and go straight to children wherever they are joining into the live stream 3pm right Thursday Australian time. So yeah, different audience to the podcast, that's for sure. Also I had an offer to do a film, horror thriller. Oh yes, I saw you. Put which that is up on something. Yeah, yeah, and which is exciting. Uh, I, I, I went, I applied. I didn't get to audition for mm. a role in a film last year, and Short the director's film? come mm. back. I don't know yet. Like I haven't even looked at the details yet. But basically, he said, "Look, th- you know, based on your application last time, just weren't suitable for the role. But we've got a role for you that we think would be perfect for, and it's a detective. So it's another detective. I think I've just played like three oh times. I know, Wait, but it, look, uh, this student though, you don't know. No, no, no. It's an indie production. So you're so, being paid for it. Uh, no, no. It's an indie oh, production. Okay. So what I'm about to say oh, right. is <laughs> the reason why I haven't dived, di- haven't dived straight Divin. into all Divin. of the details is because Divin. I've been busy doing paid stuff. 
And because yeah. it is an indie production where the crew and cast aren't paid, mm. and it is also another role where Max is playing a detective. So I'm going to sit down and cozy up to some of the script and have a little look at it later on the week. I said, no, no I'll get back to you later on in the week. So, mm. But look, you know, it's good to start. And I've lined up other stuff for when the world comes back to normal. Like I've still got the play, yeah. which has been rescheduled oh, yeah, when to would September. This film? When, when, when would you... Uh, no idea. Basically, it was when the world starts to go back to normal. I know. I know in Australia at the moment it's uh, April the seventh, and the curve is well and truly flattened. And you know we we're all saying good things, but I think minimum was ninety day lockdown that started a couple of weeks ago. So we're in it for three mm-hmm. months at least. Hopefully, that means after that three month period, we can start to gradually get back to somewhat normal. But at the end of the day, I think September is the rough penciled in date for the second try of the no intermission season yeah. where Lipstick the Play will be on. So I've got a rough <laughs> idea of when that's going. So I've scheduled that in. This film it just depends. Like there's no, they haven't even looked at it yet uh, in terms of dates. The pre production is almost 70% finished. I mean, you know, it's not much else to do. Um, and, and I've just got to have a look. And if I really like the script and I kind of yeah. like the way they work, I kind of like, you know, what they've said so far so it just comes down to the character and mm. the script and you know which is kind of a lot really uh for an actor <laughs> but you know i guess it comes down what... to the character and the script and the role <laughs> just the character and the script you know other than that everything you know, the actor should everything be else is great on, yeah yeah so. yeah so if i what what make me say <laughs> oh my god yes is if mm. the script is it, you know it's really interesting whether it be a short film or, or or feature film if the script is really interesting and if this detective is just a bit different because i've been playing detectives somewhat yeah. straight of late you know I feel like so a dirty detective a bit you know interesting yeah we'll make him interesting just be yeah, like i'm going against everything the director says anyway and just exactly <laughs> well it'll be kind of creating freedom. him Sort of thinking about an interesting character, and I talked to the I talked to the director first to sort of say, look, you know, if I did like the script, okay, here's a short film that just dropped the the, the interrogation. Um, mm, here's me yes. playing a detective, so I can I can play a detective. Okay, tick. Has but it has it, is it out the interrogation? It is. Um, Where is it? Uh, I put it on. I put links on my social. It's on I my YouTube channel as well. I think I put. <laughs> I think I put it on my YouTube channel, uh, but I'll I'll link it into. Um, Yes. The podcast uh, social this week as well, but uh, and it's going to do the festival circuit, that sort of stuff. If festivals ever start up again, do it, if the script's interesting, and if I have a chat to the director and and say, you know, like I can play the detective, but mm. but um, I want to make the character a bit more interesting in this way or that way, or can I go back to you sort of thing and have a bit more time to sort of let that sit with me mm. to play a character that's kind of interesting but just happens to be. A detective, you know, rather than playing cool. your stock sort of detective versus well, killer type scene. What's that film? Is it Dexter or something where the detective kills serial killers yeah. or something in his free yeah. time? That would kind of change the plot a bit as well as the script, but <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to change the script. I just want to have to look at it and go, okay, I can. I, this guy could have a few quirks, or it could be, or maybe it's fu- it's more funnier, and that he can dial up the humor in the in in the in the character, or you know, just mm. something to make it a bit more. If you remove the job of being a detective, would you want to talk to this guy sort of thing? Make it a bit more interesting in that respect. Mm. Mm. Food for thought. So that one's hanging in the air as an opportunity, potentially. You could do that pretty easily. I could do lots of things pretty easily. but Like if you didn't offer me a podcast, I wouldn't want to bump into you in the street. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 You look terrifying. Cutting that bit out.
I had a meeting with people at Facebook early in the week and oh. talking about how best to promote the podcast because oh wow yes more listeners is better <laughs> and I mean uh, yes <laughs> they talked me through a program a program uh, well yeah kind of like a campaign <laughs> of how to advertise successfully and grow awareness and reach so I filmed like a 15 second well, it was actually 13 second introductory sort of video thing and made it you know, dubbed it a bit so it was really easy to hear and made it really easy okay. to see from like a mobile device that kind of helped to lead people through to the podcast. So if you click the link, then it'll take you, where the landing yeah, page will be, well, the landing page Facebook. will be the podcast all episodes page. So it'll take you to the last latest episode. Yeah, all through okay. Facebook and, and Instagram. So they're businesses. Oh, okay, cool. when, when, when this whole thing blows over as well, we should redo our intro video. Intro video. Yeah, I know. When we can get that together again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. We, we'll, we'll when we could be in the same room, it would be kind of strange doing it. We did that on the it, first day we met. I know. I know, no pressure. So we need to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. was, well, 33 episodes ago. Wow. <laughs> Who'd have thought? 33. I remember at the time going, the average podcast doesn't make it past seven episodes. And I was all big about this seventh episode. Mm -hmm. Like we're just mm -hmm. going to fall over and die before the eighth episode. Now we're up to <laughs> 33. It's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Movies. So you saw The Invisible Man mm -hmm. and we talked about Broadchurch. You were into that series last week. Have you have you seen it yet? No. But Watch I, it. you know what I did? Because I was, oh, just the world is, I had this really, I had two voiceover jobs in, in one day. One Fair was enough. about uh, personal protective equipment and the other one was some deep, you know, we're, we're a business and we're changing and it's all about the culture and the people and, you know, we're amazing, come work for us. Roughly, uh, you know, yes. just to save you five minutes. And uh, I thought, I just want to forget about all that sort of stuff. Forget about the, the corona world and everything. I thought, what's mm. on that I can just tune out to totally, park all of my brain cells and just laugh away? Yep. Yep. I, I, yep. I, I hit upon, completely by accident, Coffee and Kareem. Have you heard about that movie? No. Exactly. <laughs> no, my... <laughs> what is I didn't it? know it, it existed. Or... I didn't know it existed until I found it. I think it was Netflix. It? Ed Helms, who I loved in The Office and The Hangover, and he's a funny guy just about whatever he does. Is but, that the um, nerdy dude from The Hangover? He, he, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I know. He, really funny guy, really talented comic. And uh, yeah, I thought, exactly. okay, this is going to be, you know, maybe I'll get halfway. It was, I mean, look, it scored 5.1 or something on IMDb. I'm like, I just want to tune out. But it was, it was actually really funnier than I thought. I was found myself laughing out loud a few more times What's than like I coffee, care to admit, coffee? you know? Yeah. It was really interesting. It was, it it was funny. Coffee, coffee. coffee and Kareem. Kareem. It's just as in like it, a dude named Kareem. As in dudes' names, yes. yes. And it yes. is. It was actually there's some really Not good Kareem. lines in it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put a link in our social again for that. You know what's been really interesting for me to see. On what? social media, how other actors yes. are dealing with <laughs> dealing with these creative juices that don't stop flowing while they're isolated. I, I watched a great little movie between starring, I should say, Sam Neill and Hugo Weaving. Oh, it's two Aussies. Two two of them in the bath together. It's hilarious. It's just. Weird. Is it a film? It's oh come on! It was like a, a one minute 
thing on Instagram and oh, they both yeah. filmed it independently in their own respective baths, but it's basically the oh, two of them. Sam's in a bath having a great time and then Hugo Weaving just turns up. What are you doing, mate? Pass the soap. Let's go. And it's just, it was really funny. I'll share it in our social because it's just so funny. There, there really are funny. a lot of like isolation ones like um, um, Simon Pegg. Simon, Simon Pegg, yeah, Simon Pegg. And yeah. I forgot the other guy's name from like Shaun of the Dead, you know, that com- those comic yes. shows and Hot Fuzz and all that stuff. Yes. They did like a recreation of Shaun of the Dead, but like coronavirus <laughs> kind of style. It was it was pretty good. Like all these people, like you're saying, are just they, you can't like, creatives that are this creative just can't. I know. Stop. I know. And if start, you stop, start like, writing, you, start creating, start filming. Yeah. It's it's like it's incredible, and you've got a dedicated audience. So <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Yeah. As we all finish our lists on Netflix, you know, we're all, <laughs> we're all waiting for something else, and there's only so much YouTube you can do. But uh, yeah. also an Instagram from Taika Waititi, the New yeah. Zealand director actor, about him quitting filmmaking. And taking up sewing, and he posts a couple of things that look kind of interesting and not really laugh-like at all that he sewed. That was quite entertaining, particularly dramatic when you know you start the post with "I'm quitting filmmaking to take up sewing yes, because I'm so good." And you lie. look at these things and go, "Yeah, yeah, you know." <laughs> but also, you know, if you're at home, like obviously, you know, if you're a creative, if you're an actor, just keep practicing and keep. Fun. Yes. There are heaps of thousands of scripts out there on the internet, and you know, even if it. it during your downtime, you watch Netflix stuff. I mean, technically, it's you're educating yourself if it's the field you want to go into. Just watch and analyse the acting. I've been doing a lot of that, you know. You've got industry publications like Variety, who there I was with a, participating in a and a with an actress uh, on Instagram. Um, mm. And then, you know, you've got industry events that are still going on, certainly in Australia, and there's no reason why you can't hook in. Well, Unless it's an AFI actor, you've got to be a member. But hey, <laughs> there's also other... Like I did one with um, the the union, uh, MEAA here in Australia, which mm. you could apply for and I, I got accepted with Diana Cooney, who's a voiceover actor, actress uh, and actor and also a, a voiceover coach. Get, get into it. I, I know it inspired me because one of my... I mean, it's got a basic setup. How do you start doing voiceovers and, and how do you get an agent? That sort of stuff, which is kind, which kind of know, although I haven't got an agent yet. Um, how to set up a home studio and she said oh, my question was with because uh, I saw a lot of agents voiceover agents can you sharing... not get RMK voices or RMK for you like can they are they not no I've applied you? yeah what? no how it, well if you can't get it how is it like you know how does well how I do mean starting out voiceover artists have hope it, with that I know it could be that could it could just be that there's a lot of guys on there that sound like me that can you, do lots of corporate yeah, work maybe. and stuff so do they need another one just make your um, it voice could be slightly as higher and do some, do some. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, no, no, my dad. My question to her was: at the moment, with everyone having to set up all these home studios all of a sudden, all these voiceover artists, you know, hiding in the cupboard with blankets and stuff, trying to re- recreate a studio sound. Here I am with a professional setup, a page of clients. You know, is now a good time to to call uh, agents and say, "Hey, I'm here if you need." Uh, someone who sounds like me with a studio and she's like absolutely yes because even for her with her agents they they said to clients here's a list of our talent that has voiceover setup we're still working they're, they're still ready to go so the ones yeah. that are ready to adapt real quick and can you know literally like plug into a studio perfect perfect so uh, that's inspired me to make some calls this week and see if if that can uh, see if i can unlock opportunities that way as well 
So, you know, so you're absolutely right, mate. You know, go online, be a part of stuff, be a part of conversations, Facebook groups, you know, conversations on social media, industry events, mm. non-industry events. Uh, you know, just there's so much out there to be able to educate yourself. I mean, look, yeah. even if you're not sure where to go, have a look through our um, episode descriptions. We've got 33 mm. of them now. And you will be lots of interesting tips that you might want. And then just tune in. You've been listening to Max. And Sam. <laughs> on two unemployed actors. It's, just a new it's one been every week. it's been great uh, having you in our. <laughs> in our let's presence. do that again. Let's do that again. So, yeah, that was great. random. You've been listening to two unemployed actors. I'm Max. I'm Sam. And we will be back next week with more behind the scenes information, more acting tips, more of just more, just more. Two unemployed actors. Lovely. All right. You're. <laughs> Retarded. You don't want me to do it? <laughs> no, no, you do whatever you want. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So the, I'm holding the world the in my world hand. The world in your oh, hands. Oh, shit, did I just break it? No, I didn't. Don't I break, break the... It. The world's already broken, mate. You're late. <laughs> yeah, no, true.